Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. You can join us in broadening our minds on the Nameless Debates Discord via the link below and even feature here yourself, if you've got what it takes. Evolution has, uh, what makes evolution kind of special, right, um, is that it has these kind of key postulates, right? And given those postulates, evolution will be true. If they are, like, if you're going to debate evolution, try to defeat one of the postulates for it. Um, I forget them where I, they're not coming to mind right now because I'm just tired, but things like variation, inheritance, uh, and, and that inheritance making a difference to say the uh, future survival or prevalence of that quality. Uh, if those are the case, then you will see evolution in that system. And that's true for any system that has these postulates in action. So it doesn't actually have to be living entities. You can see it in programming. If you set up your programming such that it's iterative and capable of inheritance, then you'll see it evolve. <clears throat> okay. But you're saying that if we uh, assume that they're true for the purposes of analysis and we never come up with a contradiction, you're saying that we uh, deductively show that the, th the phenomenon is correctly interpreted. Is that right? Given the postulates, you will see evolution. If if it's just a premise conclusion type thing, it's not okay. So uh, what that. you're saying? Okay, wait a minute. Yeah, that's why it differs a little, and that's why it's a bit odd when people say they don't believe in evolution. Yeah, you're what you're saying you're you're saying that uh, the argument for evolution, when it's properly formulated, is deductively valid, right? Yeah, that's the way it draws its support together. So it's deductive support for the conclusion, not inductive support. Yeah. Though the premises okay, but, can but, have inductive but the, Yeah, obviously, yeah. I think, I think yeah. that's the bit that I was, you know, a little bit troubled by. Because obviously yeah. when you have these postulates to begin with, you probably mm -hmm. arrived at a bunch of them inductively. And you, you, yes. we have to, like, say that because otherwise that's a bit confusing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. So how you arrive at the postulates, one thing. But once you have those postulates and you say they are true premises, then when they're fed in, then evolution falls out the other end. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure of the specific argument you're referring to, but I'd be willing to accept that. Oh, no, it's um, just the um, four postulates of evolution, modern synthesis era stuff. And then it's been more the same. <clears throat> I've forgotten. This is high school bio. This hurts. You've forgotten high school bio. You've forgotten <laughs> Hey, I don't have to talk about the four postulates very often, except to like laymen. Um, because they're, they're taken as, to be honest, they're almost as close to dogma as you'll get in evolution. Uh, so they're, they're a thing, and no person would normally question it. And it's, um, oh, it's five. Great. It varies between four and five, depending on which you choose. But um, there are a series of premises, and it's just individuals are variable. Some variations are passed down. More offsprings are produced than can survive. Survival and reproduction are not random, and the history of Earth is long. Right? Given those five, you'll have evolutionary be um, evolution happen, as long as those five are true. There's a way of uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I get you. No, yeah, yeah. yeah looking at them, I, I, I would accept that. You can get a four. You can get four. It can get a four 
postulate words, you can get five postulate words, and the fifth is always just time. Um, sometimes they don't say time, sometimes they do, whichever. Uh, and you can kind of um, do a better job than the ones kind of given out by Darwin, because some of these uh, can be kind of stripped back to a much more basic postulate, which then can be applied to newer systems and unexpected situations. Uh, so when we say individuals are variable, we can actually say that an individual here doesn't have to be a living entity. And then you mm -hmm. can start applying it to fields you didn't expect it to apply. <clears throat> I really do like the application of evolutionary theory to programming uh, and design. So it's where you have like iterative design. You produce just a massive number of designs, and then you just I assume them. I assume that you mean iterative. Yeah, my yeah, I mispronounce everything. Iterative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry, go on. Yeah, I don't know. that's what I'm saying. It just I like because bias my deal. It just bothers me because people just deny evolution. It's like, do you even do you know what it is that you're doing? Like, if you're denying evolution, you're probably not denying. It itself, you're probably denying one of the postures, which is a fine thing, but it would be nice if they did that. Per preferable. Um, I mean, yeah, you, can I get you. That, you can deny that the history of the earth is long. Young earth creationists say it's only just 3,000 years. You can do that, or you can say individuals don't vary. That's probably a hard one. Maybe like all these kind of things. I've argued, for instance, yeah. with, I don't know if you met King Tan. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he didn't understand that, uh, like, he didn't seem to have a grasp of what DNA was. He had no clue that, like, we could demonstrate that humans are related to other, all other creatures. And, like, mm -hmm. during a fucking two-hour debate with him, like, near the end, it was, uh, you probably haven't met this guy, Vivi, and me were talking to him about it for ages. And, uh, yeah, like, near the end of it, I showed him, like, oh, I'll post don't extract. But have you heard of genome theory, though? Yeah, don't even start, eh? Oh, yeah, he, <laughs> he tried that against me, and I was talking hey. to him why it doesn't work, but, yeah. Dude, he linked Wikipedia, and in, I couldn't find it in there, and I asked where he was, and he's like, I don't know, I'll just fucking it's in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so, basically, I, like, near the end of the debate, I showed him that image. And, um, like, oh, dude, he, he, like, started trying to integrate the information. Um, mm -hmm. And, you could, like, you could tell because he started to ask Vivi questions about how Vivi, um, like, accepted evolution, even though he was a Muslim. Um, yeah. But then the next time we talked to him, he it was on the same fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't integrate it. Just temporary. Transient. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, it seems like he was stumped, and he was like, okay, maybe I should think about it. But then he was like, nah, can't be. Yeah. But, like, he, the minimal genome thing is, that was a pain. It's, like, really helpful to explain to him what it means. Yeah, it is. It's something you determine in, in, um, uh, something you determine retroactively looking back at life as we see it today my problem with doing so is that they may have existed life forms beforehand that had smaller genomes than what we estimate looking at current life forms to be minimal um, in fact it's more like saying 
if I took a copy of Microsoft Word, how much can I strip out before it fails? There'll be a minimum bound, right? But that doesn't mean that there wasn't a form of Microsoft Word early in its creation that was smaller than that. There probably was, right? It probably didn't just pop up as that minimal set. It was probably just built line by line. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Which is well in line with standard evolutionary theory to say that things were constructed kind of gradually. For sure, yeah. Instinct, I was listening to your conversation with Omega. Oh, dude. Dude, it was fucking great. What was that about? Oh, it's the same <laughs> one we were talking about before, man. Set theory. Oh, that, yeah, that's bizarre. I don't know I'm what to sorry, say. Like, yeah, I'm not even sure if what he was, what he was saying at the, like, it's paradox to say it's equivalent. I'm worried he's mentally ill, dude. <laughs> he was saying, like, it's equivalent and not equivalent, and that's a paradox, and then you were trying to say, no, it's, it's equivalent in, like, one sense, but, over, like, in some sense it's different, too, so you can't say, I mean, like, it's, it's exactly just... the same, but not the same. Maybe it's just a wonky okay, so... understanding of sense. I guess. Like, oh no, dude, it was more than wonky. Like, the basic version of that argument, Stacy, is uh, something actually that um, that fucking utterly arrogant guy, Chris Langan, um, called, I think he called it syndifianosis. And it's this idea um, that in order for you to uh, assert that two things are different, they have to be the same in some capacity in order that you, like, regard them together wait what right, okay. like to say to say that two things are different they have to have some sort of relationship because otherwise you can't make a comparison you can't make a comparison yeah. and say that they're different yeah is so that anyways, false so i say yeah, that's true oh, so okay I I thought, okay no that's cool i mean i i like to entertain or concede ideas just to see what happens right so if i say God is different to Satan. I'm also saying that they're rather similar. Is that that what? Right? That what? Sorry. God is different to the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call the antithesis of God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually similar as well. That's how that works. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're both the same. Well, think about this. <laughs> yeah. Think about this. God and Satan are both uh, human projections of our unconscious like need to explain the world right um i I can i can see how it works like there is a similarity there's a way in which they are the same it's just that there's Mm -hmm. a lot of other ways that they're different yeah sure i mean yeah no i can see how it works i'm not sure how it helps because it's true like the colors black and white are different it's a unifying principle Yes, it's yeah. a unifying principle. It means that anything that you can say is different to something else is the same in some sense, and there's no way to deny that. Um, I wouldn't even say they're the same. It's often that they are members. No, 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 listen, they're of... the same in one sense and one sense only. Like, if you say they're members of the same like class, category, yeah. or set, bye, you're bye. still saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This kind of minor petty sameness. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it isn't. Hey, I mean, if you want to say they're significantly same, then I, I, I get what you mean. I dislike it. Okay, here's <laughs> what I mean. Here's what I mean. It is 
uh, it seems insignificant, but for instance, in the context of the problem of the one and the many, it points towards the one. Why does it not point towards the many at the same time? It does, but it says that the many are in any sense that you characterize them as many or disparate, differentiated, anything like that, are more fundamentally the one because the fact that they are related to one another in some sense is more fundamental than any capacity that you can display to say that they are different. I mean... Hmm... Fucking red. I'm just wondering why that doesn't <clears throat> work worse, though. Why that like, doesn't what? Sorry. Working worse. So why is why don't? Wouldn't it just be equal standing? What do you mean? Because, so by the idea, right? There'll be something that's shared or same or equal, right? Yes. But this doesn't have directionality to it. It just says they're the same or standard. Like it doesn't imply. No, 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 no. Well, no, no. But what I'm saying is that, like, if when we think of every difference that we can, a common element in every difference is that there is also sameness, right? Then that points towards sameness being more primal than differentiation. But they all have differences as well. Not necessarily. Like, that's what I mean. Like, that could be uh, an element of perception, not of reality. All of it could be an element of perception. No, 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 the differentiation. Like, it definitely has, uh, what would you say? Um, varying degrees of detail. But, like, wh when it comes to, like, what you, uh, the way that you perceive the world, it has a structure that transcends you. Well, oh, okay. This is going to go down to metaphysics and epistemology. What a no, pain. but that's the, the no, no. But what we're talking about, right? When we're when we're talking about the the one and the many, right? We're talking about whether things are the same or different. And I'm saying, like, difference. Difference should differentiate absolutely, but it never does. So maybe difference doesn't exist. I've never seen proper difference, right? Every difference that I can even conceive of has sameness. And, like, when I think of sameness as proper, maybe the difference just looks like it's there and it's properly same. I think of them as kind of compartmentalized, right? Um, few things are ever same and different on the exact same as aspect. So when we say, like, when we think of black and white, right, as colors, they're same in that they're colors. Okay, let me they're put it to you this way, right? Let me put it to you this way. No, 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 because, like... Like, this is the whole point of, like, categories, right? They're different in that they're different colors, but they're the same in a sense that transcends the individual differences, right? Well, how does it transcend, though? I don't understand why that's... Because they are all colors. <clears throat> yes, because the, the, the statement, the statement um, this thing is a color, is true for every single one. And so the differences they have between them are like dependent on the individual variables, but the sameness is common. Right. So I, this is where I would think of set theory, right? So you have, you have members of a set, right? What makes a member a member is that it's different to the other members. 
And what makes it a member of a set what? is that it has a... Hmm? What makes a member a member is that it's different to other to members. Be. That's a strange yes. definition. It's important. Like, it's one of the characteristics of a member. So there's only one set Isn't member defined in relation to set? Yeah, they are. They're, they're kind of dependent on each other, right? You can't have a... Well, you can have Yes, you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so when we're saying we're talking about members, members are defined in relation to sets. Yeah, I guess so. Like, that's the point of saying they're a member? No, but you said some weird definition of member first. No, no, Do you want to no, repeat no, no. it? I'm me? saying that the whole point of the whole point of you saying members plural is that there are there is a member A and a member B and that they are different, right? Otherwise you would not insist on there being members plural. But that's not what the word member. member no, but no 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 no. If that's what you meant to if that's what you that's, meant that's to that's more what I meant to say, right? So I'm talking about members okay. plural. Let, let me think so for a second. If we're saying members plural, then we're saying that there is in fact a point in saying this thing. I should say members plural. I don't. It doesn't look like it follows. Could you reiterate it? So, well, I mean, sure. Communication is purposeful, right? So, if mm -hmm. I say there are members in this set, then I am likely trying to tell you that there are at least two members that are different to each other, rather than saying that there is just one member. OK. Right? One sec. How's your night going, by the way? Yeah, good. I'm going to sleep soon enough, but yeah, good. I need to sleep. <laughs> But can I say everything is different in some sense as well? Pardon? I mean, so like, some... The, the yeah, is... Yes, yes, yes. Things are different phenomenologically at the very least. Okay. It's like if everything comes... like. <clears throat> can be boiled down to like a similarity but then everything can also be boiled down to like some difference then what i don't get what do we, where do we go from there because i think most people accept that uh phenomenological like characteristics are subordinated to the rules of the actual world they shouldn't probably because well they the probably whole... should should they shouldn't they Sorry. There is a real world outside the phenomenological experience of it. Oh right, yeah, but that's different from that's different from saying that the uh, phenomena are related to new. Ah, goddamn can It's not, I'm not saying it is uh, noumena. Yeah, I mean, no, but I'm not saying I'm not, no no I'm not saying the outside world is noumena, right? Yeah, then what noumena. is noumena? What I'm saying is, there is an outside world outside of the phenomenological experience of it, and obviously. Right, but that would be the statement. So when you say phenomenological experience, that's not the phenomenological in the Kantian sense. Then. I don't believe in a transcendental subject, so no. 
uh, the phenomenological bit doesn't have any transcendental statements to it. It's a new. The pheno phenomenological refers to the experience of subjectivity, uh, like in the world, experiencing existence. Existence the is the is phenomena. Yeah. yeah, existence is the phenomena, right? Phenomenological is your experience of existence. All subjects' experience of existence. Kinda. So, so phenomenologically, according to subjects, there are differences in the world. It's useful to think that way. Okay, but I'm saying like maybe in a sense that is not dependent on the perception of subjects and is outside of the scope of right. what phenomenological truth applies to. They are more okay. the same than they are different. Can I ask a question? Yeah, mm -hmm. go ahead. So say if someone, someone uh, this is going to sound crazy, but like, do you know what the whole NPC meme? It's like basically when I <laughs> die, the whole universe dies. Is that correct? No, that's yeah, the because it's through my, it's through sure, my eyes that the so. universe exists and it all you exists. So when I die, basically, none of this matters. You're all, you're all. Well, dead. I mean, look, if if you accept extremely sloppy characterizations, then yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, if the universe is equivalent to your experience of things, you specifically, mm -hmm. I guess. But that, like, that's like about as. Uh, looser definition as I've ever heard. I, yeah, I approach it slightly different. So we have the phenomenological realm, as you wish, and the world as it appears to us. Um, the world as we experience it. Yeah, sure. And that's the stuff of which we have good access to. What we don't have access to is the world as it doesn't appear to us or as underlies mm -hmm. that. Right. We, um, can, we can kind of close. say that it's there, but we cannot say much about what it is. I'm not sure I agree with that. That's a Kantian sense, which I'm kind of... Well, I mean, what are we doing when we're doing mathematics, though? We're operating on the phenomenological. Pardon? Math is something that is, in fact, and something you in fact experience. Yes, but math is part of the rules of the reality beyond phenomenological experience. No, it's not transcendental. T totally it's, is, yes. dude. Absolutely yep. is. I mean, which math to begin with? Well, let's say the math that describes physics. So, like Euclidean a, or Hamiltonian? Which one? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the theories, for instance, which predict uh, the phenomenon of gravity. So we have like several theories of gravity. They are mm -hmm. definitely mathematics, right? And the no. mathematics correspond. They're definitely mathematics. No, they can be written in multiple languages. Math is just that's irrelevant. No, math. They're math. <laughs> are you serious? They describe yeah. the way to make mathematical calculations. Physics. That's physics is mathematical calculations. No, I disagree. Physics is what? No, physics isn't just math. Math it's is mostly one way math. To phrase dude. it. Oh, dude. Come no, on. no. You you pick up. Wait, what? Come on. Th math is, is math is the rigorous language of physics. You might talk about physics in English or in French or in German, but math 
is the unanimously rigorous way that we operate on the things we're talking about. It is very hard to describe physics with math. Hmm? I don't. He said it's can... hard to describe physics without math. Yeah, it's that's why I like when you hear physics right. talking on Jordan and everything so fucking confusing. Yeah. No, no, that's true. But physics is applied mathematics. Much, like, yeah, do you disagree with that? It's not quite there. That's what I'm trying to get. Wait, wait, wait. Just so, so, um, so, so, math, right, is like yep. a technical discipline, which is like a study of like an abstract realm where you're just reasoning about things, right? And then physics is like wh where we apply mathematical models to the world and check the results and try to make the models better so that we can predict what's going to happen, right? Is that or is that not an application of math? Okay, so they're not exactly mathematical models of the world, so like conceptual models of the world, right? Which involve mathematical elements. That's true. Um, That's fine. But if I took any, like, it, literally, you can do this all the time. If I were to take a physics textbook, rip out language from it. So I rip out every living language from the book, right? It is gibberish. Like, the theorem of gravity doesn't make sense if I just intersperse it in, in maths alone and don't even tell you what the variables mean. It just doesn't have meaning until I, t until I finally tell you that M indicates mass and the concept of mass, right? G indicates the fundamental gravitational constant and so Guess on. Guess what? Right? Guess what? I, I just don't agree. And the reason that I don't agree is that, like, when we're doing something like semiotics, we can think about ways to represent math yes. that are not purely linguistic, all right? Like, we can do it symbolically, for instance. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things that we've done on some of the stuff that we've sent into space, is we have put math on the fucking thing. Because obviously, if they're any good at reasoning, they'll, they'll know math. And maybe they can identify it if we represent it in a couple of different novel ways. So that's what we did. We put math on there, not written in numbers. And you wouldn't need to know any language, anything like ours, to understand it. They're written in symbols, weren't they? They're represented symbolically. How can you call yes. that writing? It's what is the writing to you? Pardon? What is writing? R writing is using a word to represent something. I'm saying it's symbolizing something. symbols on paper. Yes, but the symbols, are, like, there's a difference between one symbol and a composite of simple symbols, which is a word. Yeah, and they're languages that have symbols to a word. Not even no, a composite symbols. No, but I'm saying, symbols, I'm saying there are pictographic languages where you represent individual yeah. things with individual objects. Yes. Yes, so that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and they are non-pictographic languages. So, what, so the only thing that can be said here is that languages use symbols. How they use those no. symbols kind of varies. Jeez. Yes, okay, of course. But the point is that, like, you don't need any other language than the language of the symbols that relate to the mathematical concepts to understand them, if they're represented intuitively. You can represent numbers, but the operation addition, right, has a specific symbol that may not be universal. No, but you can, represent, you can represent measurements as well. What do you mean by represent measurements? Do you measure, well, so like, like one of the things that we did was we have like this, uh, it's like, um, 
I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's like a spatial model of a bunch of measurements that we've made about uh, the distance between our star and a bunch of other things. Yeah, a map. Yeah, and yes, and it's like scaled such that uh, you can interpret exactly how far all the measurements are. Yeah, that's a map. A map is not exactly yes. mathematics, nor is it language. It's definitely yeah. yeah. That's my exact point. It it definitely represents something mathematical, but it's not linguistic. It's not mathematical nor linguistic. It's it's a map. It no, it represents something mathematical, dude. It's a map that guides you to the meaning of the math. The meaning of the math. It's a map of our solar system. Dude, yes, but you can look at the fuck. Oh, Jesus, you can look at the measurements, right? And you can compare them to other things you know, and you can figure out what this thing you, you don't know is a map is a map of, right? You can figure out it's a map, and you can figure out what it's a map of. Yeah, that's that's not math. That's a map. You're what? literally looking that, at a map and you're saying... No, you're hey. comparing it to measurements that you've made with math, dude. Jesus Christ. What measurements you've made with math relate when to you're, map? When you're measuring system? other things. Like what? My dick size, ha Like the stuff that w they'd be comparing hmm. the, the fucking information we've given them to? Like how do you think they measure it? You think they fucking teleport to it? What? They don't they don't fly to all of the things that they're measuring, right? I mean, if they're comparing the map to a real thing, then they're obviously seeing the real thing, right? What? A map doesn't work unless you've got something to compare it to. <laughs> yes, but the map isn't of the fucking actual terrain. It's of measurements. It's a scale no, measurement actual... map. Yeah, you're right. So but it is a map. Yes. Yeah, but yes, but you can't go onto the terrain. It's a map of the solar system. There's no terrain. No, but it's you don't recognize it by sight, dude. Distance. What do you mean you don't recognize? I mean, you don't recognize it by sight. You recognize it by rec recognizing the equivalence between these measurements and those measurements. Jeez, I just don't even understand what's happening in this conversation. You're saying because it's a map, it has to be a visual representation. That's ridiculous. Yes, that's what it is. No, that, that's fully ridiculous. Why is it fully ridiculous? I've just told you, because this is a numerical okay. representation. Would you, like put a, would you like to put a picture up for everyone's benefit then? All right, dude. Right. So I believe the diagram he's talking about is a series of lines that indicates distances of objects in our solar system, which is, in fact, a visual representation of the distances of objects in our solar system. Amen. Yes. Yes. But yes, it's not the sort of map. It's not the sort of map. I'm not saying it has you, to be the kind of. I'm not saying listen, the listen. It's map. not the sort of. It's not the sort of map that you recognize that it is a map because you look at it visually. But it is a, doesn't have to be recognizably a map. Like, okay, I'm not saying it's like you know you go to a globe of the Earth and you say, hey, that looks really like a map. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, so what what determines whether or not something is a is a map? Is it the fact that it was intended to be a map, or is it the fact that it is perceived as a map? What? What determines something to be a map? That it is a map of some territory. No, no, no. The question is, right, like, is it that someone made it a map, or is it that someone uses it as a map? Neither is relevant. The point is that it is a it's map. It's not irrelevant. Answer my question, dude. Dude, it's correspondence to reality. It's better. Listen, it actually is a map. Listen to me. Something. 
So you, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Check wait, this out, wait, right? Wait. So if I had wait a globe a of the Earth, if I had a map of the Earth, right, and you come along and say that's not a map, that doesn't cause it to fail to be a map. Okay. On the other that's hand, if someone else, yeah, it doesn't really. Do you think it does? Listen, I think that the ways that we can construct maps are more complicated than that. Like people don't yes. have to. No, listen, listen. Like people make maps out of fucking pieces of wood with a bunch of fucking shells and shit attached to them. Because they yes. just attach significance to the things with ideas in their heads, right? Like, by your standards, the fact that there is such a board with with things on it that you could use to, like, identify landmarks of other things, right, would make it a map, even if nothing ever used it or identified as a, it as a map. Yes? That seems ridiculous to me. Why? Because maps are things that people, like, designate to represent something else. Like, it's not a map inherently. Map is a subjective designation. And the word is a subjective designation, but the... When we're saying that no, the category. The category is a subjective designation. Maps are not ontological. They are phenomenological. Okay, so what I'm just saying, it's a map if it visually represents, um, like it is, it's a visual correlate of something in the real world. Oh, really? Right? Does and that make it doesn't have wait, to... wait, 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 wait a second. Paintings are now maps. They can be actually. Yeah, you're right. If, um, but yeah, okay. Some people actually no, no, took all to paintings. All paintings that are realistic correlates of the world are maps. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. What the fuck, dude? It feels like you're getting the word map incorrect. No, I'm not. Yes. I mean, we can debate linguistics, but you No, no, are, that's what it feels yeah, like to me. They don't have to be used as a map to be a map. Usage does not make it a map. I No, but designation, like, like, subjective, like subjective determination is what makes it a map. So if I point at my wall and say it's a map, it's now a map. Okay. Let, let me just... Is that correct? You said my designation. You did say designation, correct? Dude, I'm I'm trying. Just I'm trying one. Here. I Listen, designate midnight, my wall. I midnight, formally designate midnight, my wall. Midnight. As Come on, a man. Map. Come on. Come on. All right, ready? I want you okay. to do me a favor, and I want you to look up the word map, and tell no, me if insane. you think. Just quickly, just quickly, and tell me if you think it's consistent with what you've been saying. No, I want you to tell me what happens when I formally designate my wall as a map. Go on. Uh, um, if you if you use it to represent something else in, yep. in an effective manner, it is a map. Yes. In an effective manner, we've now we've we've now woven some extra elements here, right? So it's going to be an effective communicate. Yeah. Um, it has to be designated and actually represent something. You can't just say it represents something. That's what I mean. Sorry. Okay. Now, would you like to look at the definition of a map? I'm using Oxford here, right? Point to mm -hmm. me where it requires an artist to designate the item as a map. Which one? One, 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 two, one, three. Which one? Oxford did you Designation, say? anywhere there? Yeah. Uh, representation, right? Representation. Well, rep is not no, listen, listen, stop, 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 stop. Okay. When we say representation, what mm -hmm. do we mean? Do we mean that uh, everything represents everything else because you could conceive of a way that it does, or do we mean that someone is representing something? 
So you think representation requires designation? Fine. Yes, of course I do. And I think that that's actually axiomatically accurate. Okay, fine. All I'd say is that, look, this, the diagram you've linked to me, right, is very mm -hmm. much a two-dimensional representation of the position of stars or other astronomical objects. Yes, what but it's a representation problem? of measurements, right? No, no, positions of stars or other astronomical yeah, objects. Yeah, but those no, but, represent positions. Of course, you know that, right? but the point, no, but the point is, it's not just a picture, all right? It's mathematically precise. It has a scale that represents exactly what it is. The idea is that when you look at it, okay, if you pay attention to it, you can like get some numbers out of it in whatever form you have them, even if they're only in your head, you can get some meaning out of it, right? And you can compare you that to other different things. things. You can compare the information that can be extracted from this diagram, right, which mm -hmm. are measurements that someone else has made, that's what the information is, to other things you know, and discover that there is a correlation between the two things. Yes, but this is actually a diagrammatic representation of the positions. So the, angle, the angles on this exactly. actually represent positions, right? You, you said math required language, dude. Math is a language. It doesn't even require language. Uh, it is a language. Yes, math right? is a technical language, of course. Right. That's what I said right at the start. I'm really sure what you're getting at. No, that's but if not you're talking about you physics, said. right? If you're talking about physics, I'm What I said was that physics is applied math. No. Physics is more than applied math. math. It doesn't matter if it's more than that. It's applied still... math like statistics, right? Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. That's right. not a good reason to say no, right? Saying what? it's more than that is not a good reason to say no it isn't that right. if it's more than so, that well you, wait if it's more than that isn't it true that you mean yes it is that but it is more than that i'm saying it's insufficient if you describe it as applied mathematics but it is that thing it's a necessary component but it's insufficient so then don't say no it's misleading. that's misleading it's it's misleading to say no, no, no dude no. it's it is misleading to say no okay Physics is not just... Dude, listen, listen. I understand. You said no because you were disagreeing with me, right? But you mm -hmm. didn't disagree with what I said. And when you said no, that I'm was very confusing. With, no, no, I'm disagreeing with you saying that it is I just applied mathematics. I asked you a fucking it's explicit not. question. Okay, I said, is it applied mathematics? I did not say just. You took a contention with what I said where you assumed what it you thought not. I was saying. You injected just, right? I didn't say because just. That, okay, that means that your statement was incomplete. Did right? I say just? It's ambiguous. It's not it's incomplete. incomplete. I'm making the like, statement okay. for a reason. Is black gray? Fuck. Is black gray? Do you, does it snow near you, dude? No. Has it ever, have you ever lived anywhere near snow? No. I was just wondering how you got so good at building these straw mans, dude. Out of snow? Yeah, you practice with snowmen, obviously. What? Strawman, snowman, they're not that different. Oh, uh, sure. Jeez. 
Come on. It's a weird no. fucking analogy. Wouldn't you just ask me if I live near a farm? Wouldn't Pardon? that be easier? A wheat field? No. Like, no. That would have been no. Would it? I know where you live. Yeah, it's, I'm closer to farmland than I am to snow. Uh, Can I ask for a justification on why this conversation is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, I'm just saying, like, physics, right? Um, you can encode a lot of it in mathematics, but you're usually going to need some uncomfortable. It's not. No, you can't just encode elements of it, right? You can encode a lot of it into mathematics, but you're going to need accompanying. You're all, nearly always going to need accompanying text. The only right, time you'll yeah. see an exception to this is when someone is already sure. aware of what it, yeah, what concepts are being applied here. Then for you sure, can do right. your for math, sure, right? For sure, but it's, it's not really, and this is what I mean by not really. Like it's not really just okay. math. It's not really for sure. Just no, it's not. It's not just math. I totally math. agree. So let me just ask you a question, right? Mm -hmm. What, what? I agree with you. It's not just math, right? Mm -hmm. What, uh, what is the ratio of math to non-math? What? In physics, what is the ratio of math to non-math? I'm not sure I can answer a question. Uh, are you talking about like in a typical physics paper, what is the ratio of math to non-math? No, I'm talking about like it in studying be... physics, right? Of the field as a whole? like In, 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 like in, studying, in studying physics. Yeah? Yes. What percentage is math in terms of what it actually takes to check the things that are being put to you as true. Like in the practice of performing the measurement of like what you would call the measurement of the, the analysis that they're doing, you do the math yourself. That's your, your like measurement, right? Right. Is that, is that at all like not okay. math at that, at that stage? Okay. Noting that the understanding of the concepts applied in, physics is critical to the use of formulae yes formulae work is an important element of physics it oh, dude, but it's like it's right? yeah but it, yeah it's it predominant right? so it's like you know you could ask me something similar in biology which is more my home field right what element of genetic research is mathematics a lot of it but could you perform any of it sensibly if you didn't understand on, genetic theory beforehand come on no that's not the point. The point is the point is the, the, the point is like the point is no no no, no 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 what you so it's like you said just right what mm -hmm. when I say physics is applied math I definitely mean physics is predominantly applied math in terms of the technical application of the principles involved it's applied math. I mean. Predominantly, it is. So you're, you're you're thinking about like what a physicist is doing, right? That's what of course. you're course, in the performative sense, yes. Yes, in the performative sense. So a physics, yeah. I, I feel like I know what you're asking, but I don't think it's informative. I think it's just misguiding, misguided. That's right. That's strange. So, like you're you're right. Yeah, they, they are performing mathematics. Like if you you, that, know, you go that, to a desk, that, like, you can go to a desk of a physicist. And you'll see them performing a lot of math. Like you'll actually look at it and be like, and I think that's a layman perception, right? You walk over and you're like, hey, there's a lot of math on your desk. Are you like a mathematician? And yeah, there's, there's a lot of similarity here. However, the key difference between, say, a mathematician, a pure mathematician, and even an applied mathematician, and then a physicist, right? Even when the physicist is crunched through a whole bunch of what appear to be formulae on paper, is that there's that concept that 
dense mass of concepts concepts that are okay physics. of course not to mathematics right but that are dude, critical okay. that are critical dude, they're like the foundation is, of the stuff it just and it seems see utterly it come on it seems paper, right so I'm <sighs> saying that you're doing this deal where you're you I'm saying like you're doing this deal where you're mentally going over to a physicist's desk, looking at a desk and going, I see math, this that's is applied not math. what I'm doing, but dude. I'm telling you that that's not exactly that is not what's what I'm doing. Here. That's not what, what do you I'm think doing. doing. You uh, first of all, that seems like a math. listen, yeah. listen. Listen, that seems that seems like a rather unfair characterization of how I got to my conclusion, right? Yes, but um, visually so, it is. I'm saying that's the that's the sense in which you are right. Visual, visually, no, I don't accept like that. If you go to the desk of a physicist. Visually, it's applied mathematics. Uh, that's true, God. right? I just stop, but, stop, 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 stop. Okay, so science in general, right? Scientists hmm. study very different stuff, but they're all called scientists. Why are they all called scientists, my friend? They're accepted as members of a scientific community. Yes. What well, What is the category of scientists defined by? They're accepted as members of a scientific community. That's not an answer. That literally is. No. Why, why are they accepted? Oh my God! I shouldn't have to spell that out to you. Why are they accepted? What qualifies one as a member of a scientific community? If you're talking, uh, uh, your mic's not working. It's still not working. Unless it's my mic, but I don't know. No, you're fine. I know the answer you want is they perform science, correct? <laughs> no, they apply the methodology of science. Yeah, close enough. Okay. okay, what do you think the methodology of science is? Uh, well, I mean... In a generic sense, it's the philosophy of logical positivism. Okay, uh, that's been a dead philosophy since like the 1920s. It's still the basic uh, like understanding. Like we have updated it a little bit. It's not dead, dude. It's like it's, it's embodied. Dead. It's embodied in the practical application of science, man. No, it's it literally is dead. It was an it's, no, it's abandoned. Right. Like, Seinfeld abandoned the shit out of Empiricism that. is what we use in science. Empiricism is not logical positivism. Empiricism is logical positivism. Logical, posi logical positivism is a type of empiricism, dude. Yes, but empiricism is not logical positivism. Right? Uh, logical positivism was the empirical philosophy that informed the way that we do science today. No. Its yes. central thesis, it's literally its central thesis, is verificationism. That was abandoned yes. by the time of Karl Popper, right? Of course. Right? No Dude, one come on. Verification. Verificationism is treated true in the performative sense when you perform scientific experimentation. No. No one thinks yes. you verify. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you mean? You don't have to think that you verify it, right? Like, non-confirmation is pretty fucking close. They're very similar ideas. It's not like it's completely different. It just changed the terminology a little bit. What? Okay, okay so, so when, we're, when we're saying... It's abandoned because no matter how many instances you see of something, you do not verify it. You never verify it. <laughs> Most people exactly. realize you can never Good. That's why something. we use non-confirmation. But the point is that when you're trying to verify it, 
You're acting as if you can, obviously. Duh. Otherwise, why would you try? No one sets up the... When you attempt to demonstrate matter. something, yeah, when you attempt to demonstrate something, your intention is to verify it. Not necessarily. Your intention, Most of the time. your intention for experimentation could be falsification. Of course, yes, but you either intend to verify it or falsify it, and that is what scientific methodology is about. Not necessarily. I mean, there's a yes, whole category of research done that are verification hy and falsification. Generated. Verification and falsification okay. are the backbone of scientific methodology. What is that? What What is a hypothesis generating experiment to you then? Given that Pardon? it neither verifies nor falsifies. A hypothesis-generating experiment. What do you mean a hypothesis-generating experiment? You're not familiar with terms? A hypothesis-generating one, no. Yes. No, I don't know what that means. Explain it to me. There's a type of experiment, right? an experimental design, in which one does not have a hypothesis going in at all, right? You do a survey, although observational studies are such, right? You don't actually have a hypothesis going in. Yes, you do. You, you have the hypothesis that there is information to be collected, dude. That's not a hypothesis. That absolutely fucking is a hypothesis. You don't know it's what? the case. That there is information to be gained. Yes, you cannot, you cannot know that that is the case if you haven't done any investigations yet. A hypothesis is... You said, you said, like, there's a type of hypothesis where you have no information going in. You don't think anything is true. Yeah, no, there's not. You always think something's true. You have a bunch of other information. Hey, hypothesis is a proposed explanation for something. Right? Of course, say, but even you if go to you listen, and you say, dude, 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 you dude, 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 say dude, there's dude. information to be found here, that's not a hypothesis. Uh, dude, listen. Even though when you do an experiment where you're trying to come up with hypotheses, you're not verifying or falsifying, you're looking for something to verify or falsify, are you not? You're just looking for a pattern. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure? And then as soon so as you have a hypothesis, a in and no, but itself. look, dude, you're fucking. You're saying like in the one instance where you know nothing, um, you don't verify or falsify. How's that? And I'm saying like as soon as you have any information, all you're doing is verifying and falsifying when you're doing science. But these are valid parts of science. A survey is that's, valid. So, that's not the point, what? man. The point is that like the a huge majority of what the application of science is about is verification and falsification. Seems like you might fucked again. They don't have hypotheses attached. I, I couldn't hear any of that, dude. Ah, uh, what a pain. Um, let's see. Give me a second here. Uh...